0: healing, thank you for deliverance, thank you for bodily healing, in Jesus precious name, amen and amen, hallelujah, we are still on our topic of healing, and this time we are going to be looking at bodily healing, the healing of the body, or bodily healing, praise the Lord. Most Christians believe that bodily healing has been done away with. They believe that after the last apostles, healing has ceased. And the gift of healing is no longer in operation. And the argument is that any healing in the New Testament, and then they argue that especially the gift of healing Is merely talking about the healing of the souls, the healing of the spirit, spiritual healing. But you see, the truth of the matter is that if men are truly healed spiritually, there is no way their bodies will not experience healing. Amen? If a man is spiritually healed, it will affect his body. Now, we took time to look at spiritual healing. Spiritual healing has to do with your emotions, anxieties, fear, worries. It has to do with some chronic sicknesses that doctors have not gotten medication for. You can't, I mean, something like bipolar and all this, schizophrenia, uh, whatever they call it. You know, those are all spiritual healings. They don't have medicine for that. They can only count the symptoms, but there's no cure for these things. Amen? So they argue that bodily healing has ceased. It's no longer there. In in my research, I I was so amazed. And and they were making the argument based on Isaiah 53 and then 1 Peter 2.24 that that healing is a spiritual healing. But nothing can be far from the truth. Hallelujah. Nothing can be far from where? The truth. truth. Praise the Lord. You see, in Matthew chapter 8, So the next three weeks, we are going to be doing, looking at bodily healing, how to get the body healed, what steps to take to keep your body in perfect health, in alignment. Because make no mistake, no matter how spiritual you are, if your body is not in order, it will affect you. It will do what? It will affect you. You, Your body, your, your spirit needs your body to be relevant here on earth. Now, Matthew chapter 8, I just want to give you an example here, and then we'll go to the main message. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse 14. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. Verse 16, And when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick. He healed all that were sick. We saw this in the ministry of Jesus. Jesus healed the sick. Not only did he heal the sick, in Luke chapter 9, he gave the apostles authority to also heal the sick. He gave them power to heal the sick. In Luke chapter 10, we saw Jesus giving The servant also power to heal the sick. Now, if they argue that healing has ceased, then let's look at Mark chapter 16, what Jesus said to us. Because the same people will go and read Mark chapter 16, or they'll say Jesus said we should go and preach the gospel. So let's go to Mark chapter 16, i will establish my point there and then you know as a lawyer i always like to argue my case (laughs) amen praise the lord or you don't believe i'm a lawyer (laughs) amen (laughs) one time in the state of maryland they were looking for a missing young girl and the, the last time they saw that girl was with one of the guys that happened to be in the same house with me. And when I started to question the guy, the investigator looked at me and said, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Is that you a police officer? I said, I was. <laughs> Amen. Was The way I was questioning the guy, in fact, they couldn't really get the guy to talk, but when I took over, I was able to get him to say certain things. That gave them a clue. Amen? If you need a lawyer, don't look for Come, I'll give you tips. <laughs> Alright. Mark chapter 16. So it's so amazing. These people are that healing has ceased. When they read Mark chapter 16. Look at verse 15. Mark 16, 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. They pick this one. They believe in this. They believe Jesus said we should go and preach the gospel to every creature. They don't argue about that one. But the, the, the command of Jesus did not stop there. Jesus did not say go and preach the gospel to every creature. And that was it. Then he was caught up to heaven. No. That's not what happened. Here, verse 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned, shall be condemned. Verse 17, And this time shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, so if lay hands on the sick, they will recover Have to do with the apostles, the 12 apostles, the original apostles, and after they have died, healing our sins, uh, that after they have died, there's no need to preach the gospel. There's no need to go into the whole world and do what? And preach to every creature. Because these are the same commands. These are the same thing Jesus is saying. So I submit to you that bodily healing is still part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. Is part of the ministry of the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists, and every believer, any believer, look, any believer can be used to minister healing, bodily healing, to the person who, who is in need of it. Praise the Lord. So we are going to school ourselves in bodily healing. We are going to school ourselves to an extent where every one of us will be so confident and so bold we will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Hallelujah. Say with me, I will lay hands on the sick or oh, say it loud and clear. I will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They will recover instantly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the things of God needs a lot of exercise, a lot of practice. If you don't practice it, it will become part of you. If you don't exercise it, it will become part of you. So we are going to exercise this. The healing anointing will come upon you. The healing grace will come upon you where you will pray simple prayers for people and they will just get healed. A simple prayer, for example, you somebody you know, suffering from cancer, arthritis or whatever, you will just go and say, Father, Let your healing power manifest in this body right now. Sister, brother, be healed in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. And that's it. And the power of God will manifest in their bodies. Praise the Lord. So we saw Jesus healing even fever. Fever. We saw Jesus. Matthew chapter 8 talks about touching her. Other translations say he rebuked fever. He rebuked the spirit of fever. And he left her. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Alright. Let's go to Luke chapter 13. And as the word of God is coming, any pain in your body will leave you in the name of Jesus Christ. Any sickness in your body will leave you in the name of Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 5 verse 17, Jesus was teaching and the power of God was available to heal. So anytime the word of God is being preached, anytime the word of God is being taught, there is always power available to confirm that word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So now it is our season of divine healing. So the healing anointing is available. The healing power is available. Not just to heal your soul, but to heal your body. So those who are in need of spiritual healing, receive it in Jesus name. Those who are in need of bodily healing, receive it in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Healing is your bride, it is your daily bride, it's children's bride, and the Lord has given it to you on a daily basis. Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13. Luke 13, 10 to 13. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 10 says and he was teaching one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. And was bowed together and could no wise lift up herself. How many years was this woman sick? 18. 18 good years. 18 good years. This woman was burned. Her face was facing the ground. She couldn't, she couldn't look straight. She couldn't straighten herself up for 18 good years. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman thou art loose from that infirmity. The word infirmity means sickness. Also means diseases. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight. Hallelujah. Immediately she was made what? Straight. Straight. So any part of you that is crooked is made straight in Jesus' name. Amen. Any part of your body that is crooked is made straight by the healing anointing of of our Lord Jesus Christ. Any part of you that is crooked is made straight in Jesus' name hallelujah hallelujah it touched her and immediately she was mistreated and glorified god and then the pharisees gang up against him verse 14 and the rulers of the synagogue answered and answered with indignation because that jesus has healed on the sabbath day and said unto the people there are six days in which men ought to work, so they call healing work. In <laughs> them, therefore, come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord answered them and said, "Thou hypocrite, does, that, does not each of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stock and lead him away to watering? So on the Sabbath they were permitted to water their." Their cameras, their stocks, their last stocks. But they were just you know, religion is a very strong demonic blindness. That day it was okay to feed their animals on the Sabbath day, but for a person to receive healing, it was very it was a sin. It was a sin. They were going to hell, they were breaking the commandments. You see that the healing ministry was attacked long time ago, not now. The healing ministry has been attacked longest time. Even in the days of Jesus. You see the Pharisees speaking against Jesus getting this woman healed on the Sabbath day. Verse 16. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, Lord, these 18 years, be loose from this bound on the Sabbath day. You see that? It said, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day. Satan bound this woman how many years? 18 good years. And Jesus said her loose. Other translations said she had the spirit of infirmity. So most of the sicknesses and diseases are spirits. Spirits from the pit of hell. Now let me show you something that I believe will help you to appreciate this message. In Psalms 91. Go with me to Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Hallelujah. Psalms 91. You know we just finished confessing that But let me show you something that will help you. So that if you don't desire the things of God, you start waking up and start putting yourself together. Psalms 91. We are not going to read everything. But look here. Verse 5 going Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness the pestilence here means diseases sicknesses and they do what he said they walk in darkness these are spirits of sicknesses and diseases this is the spirit of infirmity hallelujah is the spirit of what diseases the spirit of infirmity not the pestles that walk in darkness. So, in the night, as men are sleeping in this world, in here right now, those who have refused to be prayerful, those who have refused to be spiritual, I have bad news for you. Sicknesses are walking like human beings, entering into the home of so many. Entering into the homes of their victims, the word pestilence is translated diseases. It's like they walk; they have legs. Spirit beings. The woman who was loose in Luke chapter thirteen, according to either Matthew or Mark, he says the spirit of infirmity, the spirit of sicknesses. The spirit of diseases. So in Psalms 92, 91 we are told that these demonic diseases, demonic spirits, which are diseases, they walk in darkness. They walk in darkness looking for their next victim to enter their home and torture them. I told a woman that Can a figure that the wife wants to pray for a pastor's wife. Doctors have given up on her to die. Because she has cancer of the breast. And as they were praying. I think the third day of the prayer. The Lord opened Hagar's eyes. And he saw a demon holding that woman's breast. He rebuked that foul spirit. And instantly the woman was healed. Doctors were seeing cancer, the man of God saw a demon. Did you see that? Doctors were seeing what? Cancer. The man of God saw what? A demon. So that is why so if you don't pay attention, if you don't pay attention to the word of God, if you don't desire the word of God, if you don't build yourself more in, in God's word, man, they, they will misdiagnose you. Instead of spiritual diagnosis, they will give you natural diagnosis. Amen. A, a demon holding her breast. Yeah, they said it was cancer of the breast. It was the spirit of fear and doubt. The spirit of what? Fear and doubt. When that spirit was repeat, the spirit left her body. She instantly stood and her feet lifted up, lifted up her hands, started worshiping God. So when it comes to bodily healing, when the body is sick, most of times there is a spirit behind that sickness. Most of times there is a spirit behind that disease. And the good news is that we, the believers, the Lord has given us the authority to cast out devils. The Lord has given us what authority to cast out devils. So if every believer will learn how to cast out devils, will take steps of faith and learn how to exercise their faith over devils we'll have almost zero Christians that will be sick here on earth. Because 99% of bodily sicknesses are demons behind them. 99% are what? They are demons. Evil spirits. The spirit of infirmity. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if every Christian will take Jesus by his word, in my name they shall cast the devils. These devils include devils of sicknesses. They include devils of diseases. So every Christian ought to cast out and you don't get devils in conversation. Don't ask where you're coming from. What are you doing here? No. The only time Jesus asked a demon any question, a devil any question was, when he commanded them to come out and they did not. And he asked them, what is your name? It's a "Legion, for we are many. That was the only time to engage them. If you command them and they don't come out, ask for their name. When you get their name, shut them up and command them to get out. Has the devil ever told the truth? He said, he's the father of lies. What are you asking him? He's telling you the truth? (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit of infirmity, they are the ones walking in darkness. They are the persons walking in darkness, walking in darkness, entering into people's homes, including Christians, lazy Christians, Look what Christians, this spirit of infirmities, they are able to find their way into their homes. Amen. And some of them will say that, "Why well, they are sick because God is teaching them a lesson. Can you imagine that? Teaching you a lesson by making you sick. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Let's go to Mark chapter 4. Mark Gospel chapter 4. Verse 23 to 25. Now, the reason why you have to pay attention to this series of the healing series is that things are going to get worse. Things are going to get worse. Things are going to get worse. Coronavirus is a foretaste. Please, I am not not a prophet of doom. But I am telling you, in the last days, things are not going to get better in the world. Only in the church, things will get better. Only in the church, the light will shine brighter. Only in the church, men will be fully lighted. But in the world, and the system of the world, Things are going to get bad for them. Darkness will cover them. Gross darkness will cover them. So, coronavirus is just a foretaste. There are more coming. There are more coming. So, if you don't exercise yourself in this healing anointing, you will fall a victim. Are you hearing me? If you don't do what? If you don't exercise yourself in this healing anointing, you will fall a victim. You will fall a victim if you don't exercise yourself in this healing anointing. Praise the Lord. And there is no sickness that cannot be healed. There is no sickness that cannot be healed. Ah, What is the name of that sickness? What is the name of that sickness? Mark chapter 4, 23 to 25. So, Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, not Mark chapter 4, sorry. Matthew chapter 4, 23. And when I was, you know, meditating and going through this particular chapter 4, I saw so many things I've never seen before. (laughs) Amen. That's the power of taking time and just stay at one spot for things to open. Don't rush. Even if it means read one chapter a day, a week, stay there. So you will see amazing things you've never seen before. (laughs) Amen. And that is for my personal concern, not to preach. All right. Verse 23 to 25. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness. All manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Did you see that? So, all manner. What is the meaning of all manner? All kinds, various kinds, all types of sicknesses, diseases. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus healed all what? All manner of sicknesses, all manner of diseases. Verse 24 And his son went through all Syria, and they brought on him all sick people. That were taken with diverse diseases and torments. Now, you see that the word diverse diseases and torments. Let me finish reading. I'll show you what the word torments here means. And those that were possessed with devils, and those who were lunatic. You know who a lunatic is. Uh huh. And those that had palsy, and he healed them. New uh, new, 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 new Living Translation put the word here. The word torment the word torment here simply means sickness or disease. Simply means sickness or disease. Hallelujah. And then in New Living Translation he says he healed them of epilepsy or paralysis or paralyzed men. Men that have epilepsy, men that were paralyzed, men that have arthritis, all kinds, all manner of sicknesses and diseases. He healed them all. Hallelujah. No sickness is permitted to remain in your body. No disease is permitted to remain in your body. No sickness is permitted to remain in your body. No disease is permitted to remain in your body. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the healer. And they brought to him all that were sick. He healed all manner of sicknesses, all manner of diseases have goodness for you. No matter the name of that sickness, you are getting your healing right now. I say you are getting your healing right now. You are healed right now. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, so in, in verse 24, you will notice that there were two healings that took place in verse 24. There was bodily healing and demonic healing. Praise the Lord. Okay. There was what? bodily healing and demonic healing because his, verse 24, his strength went throughout all Syria and they brought on him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, meaning diverse sicknesses. And those which were possessed with devils. And those which were lunatic. And those that had palsy, that is paralysis, and he healed them. So you see bodily healing and spiritual healing at the same time. There were those who needed spiritual healing. They were the ones Jesus healed them of demonic possession. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone that needs to be healed of demonic possession receive your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed of every demonic possession in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. is it what we call casting out devils, the scripture calling it healing of demon possess healing of what demon possess. What we call casting of devils is what healing of demon possess. What we call casting of devils is what healing of demon possessed. Now in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, Paul summarized the mission of Jesus, the calling of Jesus. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and what? Healing all those that were what? Oppressed of the devil. So every oppression of the devil requires healing. You see, that's why you can't play with the healing anointing. You have to convert the healing anointing You have to go after the healing anointing. Because to deal with demons, you need the healing anointing. Hallelujah. To deal with demons, you need what? You need the healing anointing to deal with demons. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and with power, he went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And in Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, verse 24, he said, And those that were demon possessed, he healed them. Those that were demon possessed, Jesus healed them. Those that were demon possessed, Jesus healed them. Those that were afflicted bodily, Jesus healed them. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So, whether yours is a spiritual healing, whether yours is a bodily healing, Jesus is able to heal all. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus is able to do what? To heal all. If it is a physical healing, Jesus is able to heal. If it is a spiritual healing, Jesus is able to heal. Heal them all. Hallelujah. 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 In case anyone is watching us or we watch this message live, be healed of demonic possession in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. By the power of the Holy Ghost, be healed of demonic possessions. Be healed of demonic oppressions. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. So you see Jesus healed bodily, and he healed spiritually. So most of times healing must be done spiritually before it can affect the body. Praise the Lord. Alright. Let's look at another scripture here. The same gospel of Matthew. And this time chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. I'm going to start from verse 10 going. Hallelujah. And because there was a man which had his hand withered. (laughs) Do you know what a withered, the word withered here, what it means? Paralyzed hand. Withered. dried hand, and hand that is not functioning. Withered. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day that they might they they might accuse him? You see, you have to understand something about healing. If you are a man of God and you don't minister on healing, you have less attacks. When it comes to healing, you you, will see all manner of controversies. Because there are the the devils are blinded so many when it comes to healing. And and some some will not even try it, some will not even use their common faith. You know, they read Bible faith just to exercise faith for men to be healed, not to talk about the healing of demonic or price. Praise the Lord. In this ministry, we are going to school you into the healing ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You write exams to you give you certificates. Your exams is practical. You go and look for the sick, pray for them. Doctors will confirm them healed. You get a report. You get your certificate. Hallelujah. Look at chapter 12, verse 10. Sorry, but, so let's continue from verse 11. And he said unto them, what, shall, he said, what man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and let it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore is he not going to do well on the Sabbath days? Then said he to the man, stretch forth the hand. That is power. The man was sitting and his hand was withered. That is, you know, either the one, one of the hands is shorter, you know, not functioning. says stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand. Yours might not be withered. Yours might not be your hand. But whatever it is, begin to stretch forth in Jesus' name. Whatever yours is stretches forth in Jesus' name. Whatever you could not do, begin to do it in Jesus' name. Whatever you could not do because of pains, begin to do it in Jesus' name. It's a stretch of your hand. Stretch of your hand. Praise the Lord. He stretched forth and it was restored. Hold. Oh, like the other one. You are restored in Jesus' name. I say you are restored in Jesus' name. That part of you that is hurting is restored in the name of Jesus Christ. That part of you that is sick is restored in the name of Jesus Christ. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet you are restored in Jesus' name. You are restored in Jesus' name. You are restored in Jesus' name. So you, why am I giving you this example? for you to understand that bodily healing is God's will for you. Amen. Bodily healing is what is God's will. Is God's will. And Jesus is in the business of bodily healing. Jesus is in the business of, of what bodily healing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I told you any man can argue that God doesn't heal until they fall sick. When they fall sick and the daughters have given up, they will soon know that there's a man after that can do the job. So never mind all those who are arguing and complaining and, you know, somebody told me years ago that there's no nothing like healing. And I remember praying for my dad. This was 2000 and I think 2007. You know, pray for him. He got his healing. And this guy was talking to me that there's no nothing like healing is fake. I said, nah, I'm not telling you that somebody told me. This is my old father. That I prayed for him and he got his healing. What I'm really telling me? His theology came crashing. He couldn't defend it again. Because if I said, somebody told me, you can argue. I said, me. I'm the one who prayed for him. He got his healing. That was the end of his theology. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, people with that, people have not exercised themselves in the healing anointing. They are the one going around arguing. And most of them have not really been sick. They've not entered. They've, the enemy has not yet oppressed them to a point where they will believe that they need healing. Every Christian has to exercise themselves in the school of healing. Every Christian has to exercise themselves in the school of healing. Healing is so important that in the prophetic message of Jesus Christ, let's go to Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, verse 4. The prophetic message of Jesus you will see words like he carried our grief. The word grief there is the same word disease. He carried our infirmities, meaning our illness. Before the scripture said by his life, we were healed. He started this prophetic Isaiah message, was that he began with healing. He carried your healing. He carried it. He carried your sickness. He carried your disease. Can you imagine? He carried it. So you don't have it. Amen? Let's go there. Look at it so that you're afraid to come alive. Praise the Lord. As I Look at verse 4. Surely, he has borne our grief. The word there is diseases or illness. And carry our souls. You see the word souls here? It's also the same word diseases or sicknesses or illness. So that was the passion of Christ. The passion of Christ was to carry your sicknesses, to carry your diseases, to carry your pains, to carry your ailments. That was his passion. He carried it. He carried it. Hallelujah. So, now, if you meditate on verse 4, I to 3 verse 4, and you will meditate on the last one, verse 5, the last sentence, verse 5, there's no devil that can make you sick. Because if you look at verse 4, it says surely. How many of you understand the word surely? What, what did I tell you about the word? If you see the word surely, it means what? Double truth. The word surely means what? Double truth. It means it's a covenant. It's a vow. The Lord has sworn by himself. This statement is true. This word, I am telling you, you can... Put your neck there. You can bet your life on it. He says surely he carried. Surely he carried. Surely he carried. So Jesus carries your sickness and your diseases. He says surely he carried. So you don't have it. Amen. For example. You bring your garbage outside. Then the doctor comes to do what? To carry it away. Do you still have it? You don't have it. They carry it away. Took it away. So, first, you notice the word carried is used here. He has borne our griefs and carried our souls. The same word. Then verse 5. Verse 5 says that the chastisements of our peace was upon him. And with his Christ move we back healed. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 8. We'll come back here. Matthew 8, verse 17. I, I'm going to read verse 14 to 17. Matthew chapter 8. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife, mother lay and sick of a fever. And he touched her, and the fever left her. And he arose and ministered unto them. And when the evening was coming, he brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. He cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick. That it might be fulfilled. Look, Listen carefully. It might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. This is Isaiah 53. Saying, he himself took our infirmities. Isaiah 53 verse what? Verse 4. He himself did what? Took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. So as a believer, the gospel truth is that any sickness in your body is a lie. That's the gospel truth. As a believer, any sickness in your body is a what? Is a capital lie. As a believer, any sickness in your body is a lie. Because according to scriptures, the more sure word of God, the more prophetic word, Jesus took your sicknesses. He took your diseases. He took your infirmities, He took your illness. So you don't have it. You don't have it. You don't have it. So every sickness in your body is a lie. Every disease in your body is a lie. Every pain in your body is a lie. Hallelujah! Say so to me, any pain in my body is a lie. Any sickness in my body is a lie. Any disease in my body is a lie. Jesus took my sicknesses. Jesus took my diseases. Jesus took my pains. I don't have any sickness in my body. I don't have any disease in my body. I don't have any pain in my body. Hallelujah. 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 This is the gospel truth. He took it. You don't have it. He took it. You don't have it. He took it. You don't have it. You have to believe it or else the enemy will oppress you. The persons that have legs, you know, the sicknesses and diseases, the ones that have legs, Walking from house to house. If you don't believe this one, they will come knocking. He says, since you don't believe, welcome us. (laughs) Because we don't don't believe he actually took it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus took. Jesus did what? He took. Let, Let me tell you this. To walk in divine health, you can be proactive by meditating in Isaiah 53 verse 4. Meditate in Matthew 8 17. First Peter 2:24. You can you can take practice steps, meditate it. Theological share a testimony how the brother was had an accident, you know, whilst riding a horse, fell down from a horse. Almost got paralyzed and over the years the pain became unbearable and then doctors were saying that this was this is one of the you know as he's advancing in age he might end up being paralyzed so one day the brother was ministering to was ministering and the sinner brother was at the back and he said jesus took he took your infirmities." And he asked a question, if Jesus took it, so where is it? Where is it in your body? If Jesus took it, then where is it? You don't have it. It is not in your body. The brother had to sit down and adjust his back with a pillow. The brother got up took the pillow and threw it. He said, Jesus took it and I don't have it. It's gone forever. That was it. Completely healed. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus took your sickness. He took your disease. He took your infirmities. If you cannot believe this one, don't make any attempt to lay hands on the sick. The anointing will flow. Amen. He said, He took your infirmities. He took your diseases. He took your illnesses. Thank you Jesus. He carried it. You don't have it. Whether yours is paralysis. Whether yours is bipolar. Whatever it is. Whatever name you have attached to it. Jesus took it away. You don't have it. He took it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do you believe Jesus took it? Do you believe Jesus took it? I said, "Me, Jesus took all my infirmities. He took all my diseases. He took it upon Himself. Therefore, I don't have any sickness. I don't have any disease. By His grace." I am healed. I am healed. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So let's go to the Matthew chapter 12, 10 to 15. And then we'll continue next week. 12 to 15. So the master of his hand, the hand was restored to prove that Jesus took the sickness. He struck off his hand. Now to prove that you don't have it, you have to do something you couldn't do. You have to act in faith. Hallelujah. Remember when Jesus touched the guy who was blind? He said, Can you see? There's always Action. The man who was buried for thirty-eight years at the pool of Bethesda. What happened? He said, "Take up your bed and what and walk." Now, this is a man that has not walked for thirty-eight years. You are asking the man to get up because he took. If he has not taken it, who ask the guy to get up? So that is what when we are praying for you, we say now begin to do the things you couldn't do. Mean Jesus took it, so you cannot do what you could not. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. The man is paralyzed for thirty-eight years. Jesus said, "Take your bag, take your bag, take your bag." Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. How will the man know that he's healed? Except he takes his bag. Hallelujah. How will you know you are healed? Except you do the things that you could not do. How will you know that he took? You have to do the things that you could not do. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. That is how you know that he took. He took your sicknesses. He took your diseases. He took your infirmities. So do the things that you could not do. Brown Bartimos. You know the story. <laughs> he said, Jesus, have mercy on me. They shouted, They said, shut up. He hasn't finished dealing with normal people. You blind man, you are talking about Jesus. Then he shouted more. The movement, they said, be of good cheer. Jesus is calling you. The first time that blind Bartimus was getting his healing, he cast off his garment. He removed the garment of blindness. And, look, oh, He couldn't see. But he ran towards Jesus. And Jesus said, what do you want? That I may receive my son?" There's always an action to confirm that Jesus took. Hallelujah. There's always an action to confirm that Jesus did what? Jesus took your sicknesses. He took your diseases. There is always an action to confirm. If you cannot act, then you are saying, he did not. And that sickness will remain in your body. Praise the Lord. There's always an action. There's always an action. There's always no matter. Look, do you know that Peter's mother-in-law uh, after after Jesus touched her, you know she demonstrated her healing by preparing food for them to eat. Did you see that? To prove that Jesus took. He took. The way he took his pastorance. So imagine every Christian thinking this way that he himself took my sicknesses, he took my diseases. I don't have it. If Jesus took it, it cannot be found in my body. I'm not a thief. Amen? If Jesus took it, it cannot be found in your body. If it is found in your body, you are a thief. That's the truth. If Jesus took your sicknesses, took your diseases, then we shouldn't find it in your body. We shouldn't find it in your body. If we find it, then you stole it. And you have to return it back to the owner. <laughs> you have to return it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah you are not a thief you don't have it. you please learn to speak kingdom language. learn to do what learn to speak kingdom language it will help you a lot it will help you a lot. hallelujah I told you a story when I was in Ghana police I knew that day was the day the devil wanted to take me out. I told one of my students, look at me and sir, are you sick? I got angry. I said, who told you that I'm sick? I cannot be sick. Man, everything was, there was sickness written on my face, but my mouth will not permit it. Hallelujah. And the scripture said, you have whatsoever you have said. And when I reacted against it, the power of God fell on me. That heavy load left back to send us. Instantly loose. Instantly loose. Praise the Lord. You don't have it. Don't let the devil confuse you. We are going to continue from this angle. So there are spiritual healing, bodily healing that can all happen at the same time. Jesus demonstrated it. He healed some of them. that when demon possessed, he healed some of them. That needed bodily healing. In our days, He took them. They are no longer there. You can exercise your faith out of them. They are not there. They are gone in Jesus name. They are gone in Jesus name. Amen. Your diseases are gone in Jesus name. Amen. Your sicknesses are gone in Jesus name. Amen. Your diseases are gone in Jesus name. Amen. Your Sicknesses are gone in Jesus' name. Your pains are gone in Jesus' name. Your sorrows are gone in Jesus' name. Your illness are gone in Jesus' name. Because Jesus took them. Jesus took them. You don't have them. In Jesus' precious name. Rise to your feet with me. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet with me. Rise to your feet with me. Lift up your voice. And begin to thank God he took it. He took your sickness, you don't have it. He took your sickness, you don't have it. You don't have it. You don't have it.